Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hold on For just one more day Night? What song is that? I have no idea It's a boy band song I don't know, that's just how I live my life if One so, boy band song at a time If somebody can re- Hold on just one more day. If somebody can recognize that song Get in touch with us Through our many, many social media pages Maybe that's one I, we just created Yeah Maybe we're the next Backstreet Boys I don't know. It might have been, is it a Tiffany song? I don't know. It's not important. I have no clue. Welcome to the podcast that we do for free every single day. We're not getting rich off this. Uh-uh. No. Not one bit. Believe me. No. <laughs> uh, you know what? Last night, so did we talk in the podcast about my skunk problem again underneath my front steps? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So you had them last summer. Uh-huh. You hired people to get rid of them. They got rid of them by moving them a couple blocks down the road. Yeah, they moved them to the ravine behind my house. And then the next day, boom, they were back under my front steps again. That experiment cost me $1,600. That's insane. And then this year, the skunks have returned. Yeah. So what I did is uh, I took it upon myself to remedy the situation. So I took a old rag and I soaked it in pine salt, the cleaning product. Hmm. I took a wooden stake, soaked that in pine salt, and I threw all that stuff underneath my front. And I shone uh, 2,000 lumens worth of work lamp into the hole that they had dug underneath my front steps. And I think, fingers crossed... That I've solved the problem. Oh, they're gone. I think so. So skunks don't like pine saw. They don't like pine fresh floors? No, they only like stink. They don't like stuff that smells good. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. So anyway, what I've got to do now is I have to dig up all the dirt along the one side of my front steps. And I have to put chicken wire there and then bury the chicken chicken wire. So you can't see it. I mean, that'd be... That would not be a good look. These are your front steps. Yeah. So all of your digging and chicken wire work will be done in full view of all your neighbors. Yes, but the neighbors on the one side are going away on vacation right away. So we're going to wait a couple of days till they're <laughs> gone so I don't have to do it under their watchful eye. Yeah. Because they will probably just stand there on their front, arms crossed, watching me work, reviewing not, my work. That's not how you dig a hole. No, so here's the thing, is I went, or last night, we're like, okay, let's go get some chicken wire. Where do you go for chicken wire? You can go to Home Depot and pay $60 for a roll of it. And probably 10 times as much as you actually need? Yes. So my beautiful wife, she just went on Facebook Marketplace, searched chicken wire. There's a guy, I don't know, two kilometers from us, who was selling a whole bunch of chicken wire, like small rolls of it. I don't know why he had all this. So my wife made arrangements. She's like, yeah, I'll just leave some of it on the front step for you. Take what you want and just leave money under the flower pot. And she's like, well, how much is it? And he goes, I don't know, dollar a roll. So 
Jeez. It's not a roll. Like it's a short little cutoff piece, but I don't need much of it. So we go wheeling over to this guy's house. He's like the next neighborhood over. And it was like rolling up on a mansion out of a Richie Rich comic book. Oh, really? I kid you not. This house was a monster. Like spectacular. With that circular driveway in front and everything. And he had, sure enough, left four or five rolls of chicken wire on his front step for us. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you, like, you live in this mansion. What are you doing selling $1 rolls of chicken wire? Like, I guess... I guess you don't get a mansion if you don't save your dollars. Maybe. Yeah, clearly he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Unless that chicken wire is evidence and he's selling it off. Oh, my oh. God. Da, da, da. Oh, my God. So it was weird. I pick up the flower pot and I put three dollars. I took three rolls. And again, by three, these pieces are maybe two feet long by a foot wide. They're not very big, but they're enough for what I need. And uh, slid my three dollars underneath his flower pot and sped off into the night. It's weird. God, that's a good system. Yeah, it is weird that you don't, you never expect to roll up to like a mansion when you're doing a marketplace deal. No, you always expect that it's going to be somebody who really needs that dollar. Like it's, hmm, that's really weird. I never met the guy. I never, he probably watched me on a security camera sort through his rolls of chicken wire on his front steps, but maybe it's some weird rich guy game we don't understand. Yeah. And him and his rich buddies are in there just howling at this rube who's buying his chicken wire. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, the, the night got even better last night. Talk about a romantic evening with the girl I love. But we, uh, then we're like, okay, we're gonna go need to. We're gonna need to buy some topsoil to, like, bury the chicken wire, and also we want to build up the side of our house there. So, we were we weren't even driving the truck. We had my wife's. She has a small car, and that's what we were driving. And we went to the eco station. And if you're not from around here, an eco station, it's like our city dumps, but it's a transfer station. Like you drop your junk off there, and then they come pick it up and take it to the actual dump. We went to the eco station to look at free compost. That's what we did last night. They have that there? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, you can get, and my beautiful wife, she gets out of the car, she picks up a handful, she looks at it, and she goes, no, no good. Throws it down and we leave. She's a soil expert all of a sudden? I guess so. I, that's a side of her I never knew. I mean, I've been with her for 30 years and I, I didn't know she was a soil scientist, but she just, like, she threw it down. I don't know what that was all about. Jeez. She seemed angry about that dirt. I never even got out of the car. Man, that's disappointing because you could have had the chicken wire and all the dirt you needed for $3 total. Yeah, and yeah. instead, now you had to probably go buy a bag of fancy soil. Yeah. Is that the saddest thing in the world is you go on a date with your best girl and you go look at dirt at the eco station? It's not a great date. No, I'm it really isn't. No. <laughs> There's no romantic upside there. Yeah. Uh, kiss me by the compost heap. Oh, my God. Yeah. The way the light reflects off of that old garbage. <laughs> Really brings out your eyes. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Now, if you do want to take your sweetie on a hot date, don't go look at compost. Go get an oil change. Oh, Lube City. Mm. That would have been way mm. more romantic. Mm. Yeah, you pull in, the hood pops up. They're busy working under under your car. Yeah, uh, so you can get to work. Up top, if you know what I'm saying. No, can you please explain? Smooches. Smooches. 
Oil change smooches. Could I, I don't know, maybe I put up a curtain in my driver's side window in case they come to ask me if I need an air filter or anything? Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I got to have the... Uh, you don't want them walking in on something? Yeah, true. They are respectful at Loop City. Oh, yeah, yeah. They always knock. But like <laughs> yeah, they always, yeah, you hang a tie on your outside on the- <laughs> of your door handle. <laughs> yeah. And they'll knock first. An old gym sock. <laughs> anyway, that's one of the... Uh, that's how um, sensitive... They are at Lube City. Sensitive, empathetic, compassionate. Romantic. Romantic, of course. So if you're trying to find a location of Lube City to take your best girl, your best boy too, uh, go to lubecity.ca because they got 27 Alberta locations. Smooch at them all. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I had no idea that when we do the radio show every day that we're basically speaking to hardened criminals. We are. This life of crime stories, they started out innocent and fun, and now all of a sudden it's like guns being drawn, people doing jail time. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting to real crime now. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. I'm Garner Andrews, that's Bryce Kelly sitting right Do you have a criminal past? Are you a criminal? I mean, I do give off that... uh, that well, vibe, you know, because I'm dangerous boy. and brooding. Yeah, yeah. Like but, if uh, you were in a boy band, you would be the dangerous brooding one. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, no, my criminal record, squeaky clean. This one came, we, we've been just discussing your criminal past. This one, in elementary school, a kid wouldn't share his transformer toy with me. To get revenge, I would ask the teacher to go to the bathroom, but really I just went in the hallway, grabbed his outdoor shoes from the rack, then went to the teacher's lounge and threw them in the garbage. Ooh. Unfortunately, being six, I picked the wrong shoes. I attempted this three more times before I got caught. Got detention for a week. David. Ooh. Tossing out shoes. Kindergarten detention. Is that even a thing? Yeah, that's a good question. How do you uh, send a kindergarten student to detention? And David, you were six in kindergarten. Did you fail? <laughs> Aren't you usually five? I have no oh, clue. Oh, maybe you start when you're five, finish when you're six. I have no clue. Hmm. But I mean, I get it. Transformer toys, they were a pretty sweet deal once upon a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about you? Hi. So I grew up, fortunately, as a teenager, I looked like a young adult. Like by 14, I could grow a full goatee and everything. I used to be the guy at school that everyone would get to go pick him up cigarettes, and I'd charge like a, car- a package of smokes for picking up a carton. You would buy a single pack of smokes, but you would charge the kid what he or she would have to pay for a carton. No, no. Like oh. when someone needed, when someone just wanted a pack, I would take like two smokes as a buyer's fee from every pack. Oh, okay. You'd be skimming smokes. Yes, and then they knew that. I'd tell them that beforehand. But when they would want a carton of cigarettes, my cost for myself was a free pack for me. <laughs> Do you still smoke to this day? Yes. Do you think it's something you'll ever quit? Probably not. It's probably going to kill me. You and think? I get the mindset of my time is my time. So whenever it comes, it comes. Yeah, I'm not preaching to you. I'm not telling you to quit smoking. I just, I always wonder whether... People that hardly anybody seems to smoke, and I don't know any smokers. 
the people I hang out with, nobody smokes. So when I do see a smoker, I'm like, I wonder if that person ever thinks about quitting or if they're just happy to continue smoking. Well, I think about it, but it uh, helps me reduce my stress levels of when I'm stressed out. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really help, but it's a coping mechanism. Okay, you know what I want to do right now? I want to play the high-low game. Uh, I was shocked. Somebody told me a couple of weeks ago what a pack of smokes costs, like if you just walk into a gas station and buy them. Yeah. Hang on just a second here. Uh, do you want to take a guess at this, Bryce? Or do you How know? How much is a pack of smoke? No, I don't know. I was um, blown away. Okay, a pack is... How much is in a pack? I don't know. I'll guess... 20... I don't know, 20, 25? Ooh, I'll guess... Is it about 20 bucks a pack? Hmm. Anyone else want to take a shot at this? Uh, I have no clue. I'm, I could be way off. Did I just embarrass myself? Hmm. I, I was kind of lost in the fact he grew a goatee when he was 14. Yeah. I would have never got this. I would... Uh, he told me off air, but uh, go ahead. They're like damn near $25 a pack for like the like the Morier and Players, and it's like 22 bucks a pack for the like no-name brands, the cheaper ones. Yeah. Wow. That That's an insane amount. I don't think most people realize, like if you're not a smoker and you hear $25 a pack, and then some people smoke like a pack or a pack and a half a day, whoo. Yeah, it's it's amazing how much money is wasted. How much do you figure you spend a month on smokes? Oh, God, I don't even know. Like, do you smoke a pack a day? About. I'd say it's over 600 bucks a month. Just wow. on cigarettes. Just for me. Wow. Yowza. Uh, that's a speedboat payment. You, so, you could have a speedboat. I'm just doing this math right now. I pulled up the giant calculator. I'm like, 25 bucks a pack. pack. Let's say you do a pack a day for 30 days. Yeah. 750 bucks a month. Holy cow. On cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, that is expensive. Yeah, I was. somebody told me a couple of weeks ago how much they were, and I did the whole, what? Couldn't believe it. Yeah, forget the cancer. Forget the health side. <laughs> yeah. 750 bucks a month? Yep. Woohoo, doggies. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Man, I really never got into any kind of trouble. I was always a bystander to the trouble. Like I was, you know, I'm sure if things went wrong and people got arrested, my name probably would have come up as being a bystander. I did nothing to prevent the crime. I never took part in any uh, major crimes. I just always assumed, though, that if I did, that... Uh... I'd have no problem evading police. You think so? Be it on foot or bicycle. Yeah. I I don't know why I believe in my ability to escape. I just you, do. You have the agility of a Romanian gymnast. Like when you see people kind of hopping over a chain link fence, I'm like, I got this down. Yeah. Could I do it? I don't know. I just believe I can. I don't know who this person is, but they say in middle school... Do we have middle school here? What do we call that? Junior, Junior high? Yeah. In middle school, my friends and I thought it would be funny to play a prank and sprayed Pam cooking spray on all of the girls' bathroom toilet seats. <laughs> but, in, but in one of the bathrooms we had access to was the teacher's stall. Oh, no. Unfortunately, the teacher that sat on that toilet that day was highly allergic to Pam and ended up getting a super bad rash on her behind. Somebody in the school ratted us out. 
I was hysterical and thought that I was going to be expelled and that my life was over because I had very strict parents. We ended up getting a month-long in-school suspension where we had to clean the cafeteria room tables at lunch every day for a week. And on the off weeks, we had to have lunch by ourselves in the office until all four of us were finished our punishment. So you learned your lesson. Allergic to Pam. That's a very, very specific allergy, isn't it? That's just bad luck. That's the real bad luck. Honestly, not a bad prank. It's a little cooking spray on the toilet seat. Would it be that slippery, though? Probably not. I feel like I'm sweaty enough that I would just sit down and stick. <laughs> I'd stick the landing every time. <laughs> but as find the ex- one person on earth allergic to it, have them sit on it, that's just bad luck. I don't know. How slippery would that be? As an experiment, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spray a toilet seat with Pam here at Sonic and have Bryce Kelly sit down on it. Hopefully, I'm not allergic to it. And we're going to video the whole thing, and we will put it on the internet. If Bugs Bunny taught me anything, he said, I'll slide right off that thing. Sure. And probably down the hallway with my pants around my ankles. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, Go ahead. Hi. Uh, So my bad habit was smoking. Uh, I quit. And... Now I got such a zest for life. I'm always doing stuff and buying an expensive mountain bike and buying expensive running shoes. And gosh, you know, you <laughs> I replaced the, I replaced the smoking with activities because I'm just high on life because I don't smoke anymore and I'm so happy about it. But now I'm just dumping money into mountain bikes and running yeah. shoes. <laughs> That's something your financial planner, your money manager is never going to tell you. That person's never going to go, you got to start smoking so you can save some money. <laughs> I don't know what to say about my situation. Like, <laughs> I, I looked at my wife, I'm like, I think I need a new pair of, I need a new pair of running shoes. Yeah. $100 running shoes. You Suddenly know? you're wearing out shoes, you're wearing out bike tires. Yeah, I was smoking. And buying my stuff from Walmart, now I'm not smoking and I'm buying high-end stuff. I, I, I'm still not saving money. Oh. Yeah. Uh, are you one there of those guys, are you, uh, are you addicted to upgrading your bike? Yes, I found out the secrets about components. I know, um, it's, the com- the, it's fun, but it costs a fortune. It does, it really does, and it's just, now I just can't live without it. Like, I, I just, like, oh, you know. <laughs> Just hanging out at mud, sweating gears all the time, you know. Yeah. Hey, Joel. Uh, what's What's your first name? Joe. Joe, congratulations on quitting smoking, and uh, I hope you get your finances in order. Oh, I'm trying. Thank you. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Did you have a fake ID when you were a kid? No, I never did. No, neither did I. No, I, one time we were 20 and we were in Vegas. And the guy we were with was using his brother's ID. Oh, yeah. That's the closest I ever I ever flew to the sun when it comes to that. I would probably just break out like a flop sweat if I had a fake ID. It's a, it was such a weird feeling because, you know, obviously we were legal to drink back here in all of Canada, but we couldn't <laughs> drink there. No. And so you're like, it was a weird feeling. Uh, this one's a little bit darker than the ones we've been talking about. But I mean, it's, listen, it's fine. But we're, we've just been talking about your life of crime back in the day when you used to do bad things. This person says, I used to break into offices, lawyers, businesses, government. Ooh. 
was charged with 19 counts of B&E and possession of stolen property with the chance that another 100 plus businesses would be laying charges. The only saving grace was I uncovered inappropriate pictures on a lawyer's laptop. What? (laughs) Not going to list my sentence as it's way too long, but I was labeled a hacker and the judge found it hard to believe that these were my first offenses and wanted the prosecution to look at past crimes to see if I may have been involved. This was almost 30 years ago, mid-90s. So I wrote back and I'm like, well, how long did you go to jail for? And they're like, four years. Whoa. Literally reduced because of what I revealed, it would have been a 10-year minimum at the time. Oh my God. I wonder what they found. I have an idea in my head. Well, he he or she, whoever this is, goes in... I mean, there's a description of what was on that lawyer's laptop, but I don't feel like I should share it on the radio. Wow, that one's spicy. It actually involved real jail time. Yeah, that one's like more of a real crime. We were mostly talking about, you know, selling your mom's cigarettes to your schoolmates, that kind of thing. I did remember that um, me and my friend once, we were walking through a neighborhood, and there was one of those houses, they had a thousand lawn ornaments on it, Mm -hmm. and we each stole... A frog. <gasps> like one of those ceramic yeah. frog gnome type things. Uh-huh. We still have them. He has his, I have mine. Is yours in your yard? It's in my backyard. Wow. Yeah, yeah I have an orange one. He has a green one. <laughs> uh, hello, Crime Stoppers. Guess who I'm phoning right after the show? I've been carting around this evidence for this years. This burden. Do you sometimes think that maybe one day you'll just go back to that house in that was in Calgary? Yeah, in Varsity in Calgary. Do you think... Somewhere right now listening in varsity. Oh my God, I'm missing a ceramic frog. Do you think you would ever just go back there and put it back in their yard? No, it's mine now. Oh. It's mine forever. I thought this was going to be one of those moments where you're like, you know what? I can be a better person, but apparently not today. No, not today. Although I will say whenever I hear a police helicopter overhead, Uh my armpits start sweating. (laughs) Somebody else in junior high, I got a one day in school suspension for writing Ivana hump a lot on my notebook. That is a classic. I got suspended for that? Oh, what kind in of uptight school, school suspension. What an uptight school that is. And what exactly is an in-school suspension? It sounds really lame. It kind of does. For writing Ivana Hump a lot? Yeah. Come on. That's the in-school suspension is the school equivalent of getting a jail sentence, but you get to serve it on weekends. It's like you're not really. You don't really get a taste of the inside, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. One day? What's the point? Don't brag about an in-school suspension. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, tell people you got arrested. I mean, do the Ivana Humpalot thing. on you. Tell that story, because that's actually funny. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hi, I have um, a criminal story for you. Oh, are you a hardened criminal? <laughs> Not hardened, it's soft, but it's, it's a one-up on the last guy and his ID. Um, when I got my, in Ontario, we call it our G1, they misprinted my ID. So I was born in the 90s, but they put an 8 for 80s. So I was 10 years older legally on my ID. Ooh. So Yeah, and I used it. <laughs> so you were going to the bar when you were 9 years old. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm done now. I've retired. <laughs> Wow. Uh, what was? How old were you when you first bought liquor or snuck into a bar with that fake ID? So it would have been that I was 16 buying liquor, 
but it said that I was 26. Wow. Did anyone believe it? No, I also went to a drama school, so I committed to the bit, and I, like, cut out a picture of a little boy and put it in my wallet. I had, like, a backstory on me not getting my learners for so long because I was scared of driving on the highway. Like, I, I was committed. Wow. you So you played a role, <laughs> like you'd go in there looking haggard from a long day at the factory. <laughs> yeah, right? I actually should have just started chain smoking cigarettes. That would have helped. Complaining about the union. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What a gift, though. Like, did you did you end up selling booze and smokes to the other kids at school? I mean, I think I was just high enough on the fact that I was getting away with it that I didn't charge anyone extra. I was just the one you knew to go to. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is good. Uh, what's your first name, or do you want to say? I don't think I should say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like a like a felony. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, we are tracing this call. Right <laughs> abort, abort. Oh, she hung up. We almost had her. Almost had her. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce Kelly, an extensive criminal past. Stole oh, yeah. a ceramic frog, like a frog gnome thing out of somebody's yard. Yeah, when I was 18. And you still have it in your yard to this very day. Just laughing at Johnny Law. Ooh. Good luck finding me. Uh, this one, I had a fake idea, very poor job on my part. It was my baptismal certificate that I had altered in pen did not work. I wish I could say that I'm shocked that using your altered baptismal certificate doesn't work when you're trying to go into a bar. Yeah, I can't imagine a bartender see that very often. They're sitting there, ask for your ID, and you hand them your baptism certificate. <laughs> Surprised that didn't work. Uh, oh, this one. I was mistaken for a bank robber once. I was on the highway driving to my girlfriend's. I was in a Mustang GT. A truck was gaining on me. I thought maybe they wanted to race. I dropped a gear to get ready. Then the lights went on. Guns were pulled on me by shaky-handed cops, and I was cuffed for an hour while mosquitoes ate me alive. I wasn't allowed to move. They figured it all out, and I didn't get a speeding ticket at least. <laughs> Yeah, because they felt bad about the mosquito thing. I feel like you should get something uh, when you're wrongfully arrested like that. Like how a dentist somehow brings out that toy chest. Yes. Yeah, if the police make like a boo-boo. Yeah, like with a a little bag with, I don't know, like maybe some nail clippers in it, a little Toblerone or something. Not a full-size Toblerone. Oh, I was going to say like AirPods or something like Air that. Bo- sure, AirPods. I'd be happy with a Toblerone. So, when you were laying in the ditch with the handcuffs on, were they at least trying to swat the mosquitoes away from you, or were you just sort of on your own? I'm not going to lie. If I was a police officer, I would just oh. let them go to town. Yeah. That's brutal. Uh, they get extra points for having a gun pulled on them. Ah, uh, but shaky hands. I could have gone sideways. Yeah. It's the Gunner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce had the brilliant idea that police officers in their car should have like a little loot bag you get from the dentist to give to people who are, you know, wrongfully accused or wrongfully arrested. It's like, uh, oop, our bad. Here you go. I don't know what goes in the little police loot bag, but somebody said, oh, this is from Matt. Matt said, they should get to choose from the evidence box. Brilliant, Matt. Yeah, so the person would be, I will take, I'll take that quarter ounce of Coke and the brass knuckles. Thank you. And then you continue on your merry way. Somebody else said they're talking about their life of crime. I got my hands on a roll of subway stamps when I was young. I would go eat for free. 
for a while with full three sub cards that were full of stamps. The problem with that, though, is that you would have to go to different subs, subways, right? You couldn't just keep going back to the same location because there's no way in the world they'd be like, yeah, you totally ate 12 subs since yesterday. This one, uh, when I was in high school, this was back in the 90s, I set all the computers up in the library with a slideshow that alternated different colors of, this computer is out of order. The school resource officer pulled me into her office, set up a file on me, and almost charged me with mischief. And that right there is the worst kind of crime. That's nerd crime. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.